that's what we want for the yes. Church of England. They want we want them to look at the warmth of our communion, the beauty of our gospel, the love that we share, and think to themselves for a, a hard minute, oh my word, maybe we squandered everything. Welcome to the Stand Firm Podcast. This is Nick Lannon of Grace Anglican Church, Louisville, Kentucky, here with a couple usual suspects, Matt Kennedy of the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd in Binghamton, New York, and J.D. Koch of St. Luke's Anglican Church in Hilton Head, South Carolina. We have a couple other visitors with us. David Old and Ann Kennedy are back. Liza Koch is here, sure. JD's <laughs> wife. We're sitting out in a restaurant in the Radisson Blue in Kigali, Rwanda. The GAFCON 23 conference is over. The statement has been read. What do you guys think? Well, <laughs> as is your, your want, Matt. So. so I thought the two things I was hoping would happen when we came this uh, you know, a week ago is that the statement would would not just be speeches a statement, it would be a commitment to action. And, I, and so I like the fact that it's not a communique, it's not a statement, it's a commitment. Yeah, that was good. And, and one of the things that it said, or two things it said, is that one, uh, Canterbury and the, and the instruments of communion are no longer recognized, not just by GAFCON, but also by at least some of the, of the Global South, uh, part of the Global South uh, Federation of Churches is that what's called Global South Fellowship of Anglicans. Right, right. So they they're not right. It's actually yes, Anglican all churches. Right. So yes, now there might be some Global South uh, churches who are not rec- represented here who might not affirm that statement. I don't care. The fact is we have we have in this communique and this I'm sorry commitment derecognized and should I said the word um, Canterbury and the instruments of communion. That's the first thing. And the second thing is we've committed to. to to creating or, or reorienting the communion around new structures. Well, let's get let's get the terminology right. The the, the statement said um, we have no confidence in the Archbishop of Canterbury and the other. His leadership is indefensible. In terms of unity, and his position is indefensible. And he's abdicated right. his responsibility. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, so did you guys like uh, indefensible? better than untenable. <laughs> untenable. I like them both. So really what needed to happen back in 2005, 2004, after the first primates meeting, after the consecration of Gene Robinson, and it came, became clear that all of the primates were not on the same side, what should have happened then was we had two, uh, uh, kind of some kind of split or division in two communions. That didn't happen then. It's finally happened, and I think we're now on the road. Uh, we've already laid the foundations for and now we're, we've, made the, we've cut our um, ties to the Canterbury Communion, and we're, be, and we're now in the process of forming the new, I, I'm not sure what it's going to be called, Global Anglican Communion, who knows? Well, that's a good, that's but, a good topic but, for a bit later. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But we're in the, in, the, in the process of forming this new thing. So I'm overjoyed. It's been 20 years in the, in the, in the making. You guys have been hanging day. in there for a long time. Yeah, yeah I, really, Gene Robinson I had a moment, was, I had a moment when they... When they finally, finally sort of affirmed it, and I said, you know, my entire adult life—I mean, since I was a senior in college yeah. and read Bishop Spong's—well, actually, I was a junior in college and read Bishop Spong's book. 
and then shortly got involved with the kind of resistance force. It has been my entire adult life has been waiting in a certain sense for this moment. I mean, I don't, and I, I, I caught my emotions. I was grateful because I didn't want to just, you know, dissolve. Um, but it was for me, I was like 25 years been waiting for somebody to finally say something. And then you look up there and you see this decidedly non Western, non, you know, sort of Anglo uh, group of people that represent literally the entire world saying enough is enough. Right. I mean, it was, it was quite breathtaking We're done with really. This. Yeah. Yeah, that's the theme of that's the theme. Afghan twenty four. <laughs> We're done with this. We're done with this. We're done with this. We um we ran interviews straight after the statement was was read with people coming out. We we obviously arranged a whole bunch of them. What was fascinating to me, and I wonder if you guys noticed this in the room, especially I know Matt and Anne, you were you were in Jerusalem when the statement in Jerusalem was read five years ago. There was a, a joy in the room. There was excitement in the room about it. There was clapping at some of the clauses. With this one, it was. It was almost like being at a funeral. Yeah. Like it was really. And, and, Dude, and that's then, interesting. I was wondering if I was going to sound offensive if I mentioned it, but certainly I thought the applause was going to be more uproarious. Well, it, well, it was very like subdued. The, when we read it, what, whatever day was it? Wednesday. Tuesday afternoon, the first one. Yeah. Oh, Tuesday. That had like there was a lot of applause at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that surprised me. Yeah. But it wasn't finalized yet. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then today, yeah, well, it's you're right. Like we, it was we, a... we understood the gravity of the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, and what yeah. was interesting doing the doing the interviews immediately afterwards was the first real batch of them was a lot of the guys from England and Ireland, uh, both the the leavers and the remainers, and uh, and they're just they were they were weeping, almost weeping. Some of them. There was just a real broken hardness about about what had happened there was that kind of just realization that, that it had just come to this point some of them had tried really really hard some hadn't but either way uh that that there we were yeah mm. very different mood to five years ago no no joy at having to say these words that we had to say well i think there's also a recognition of what we're actually going back to i mean you know ben kwashi's amazing story is always inspiring but, you know, the, the idea that for many of us in the West, we would ever be in situations where we would find ourselves at such odds uh, with the culture that, that sort of these kind of stories that you only hear from from missionaries uh, become more and more plausible. You know, yeah. people losing their jobs, people having, um, you know, facing violence, people. I mean, we and I think that there's a there was a sobriety to the entire week because we see the, the forces stacked against us. You know, and we don't have to, you know, have the angel armies out there. You know, we. we <laughs> We can, we're, we're grateful that the victory is secured, but we have been called to live in, in, in at this time and with these issues before us, and it was sobering. It was heavy. It was heavy. I mean, it was powerful, but yeah. but I don't think there was anybody saying, um, well, rejoicing that this is what we had to do. Yeah, I mean, every aspect of okay, no, no, every aspect of our ministry. Like a shepherd's in shape by this. It's, 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 it, I, I'm kind of at a loss to know what we're going to do without this. You know, oh, yeah, we're going to be like the. Keep going. Keep going through acts, I think. We're going through acts. I guess we'll keep it through Bible. Well, that's, well, that's kind of the point. Well, that's kind of the point, isn't it? And we had um, Archbishop Wong on our final panel, and. and 
providentially just him some other guests can you tell us a little bit about him so he's the primate of the Indian Ocean he's the guy I think we mentioned this on our when we met together a couple of nights ago he's the guy who um, he's Global South and GAFCON he when we interviewed him on on Wednesday morning on (laughs) thepastorsheart.net he he unloaded on Canterbury and then said all these strong words about unity between um, GAFCON and and, and the Global South it's interesting we we got him back on and we were just discussing the reflections of of the of the statement uh, uh, just earlier today and I said uh, it's interesting because back on Wednesday morning uh, you said certain things and he said yes but now he cut me off and he said yes but now we're looking forward it was almost a sense in which I think what you guys had said before we're we're, do- we're done now yeah. we're done now so you can have you can have all the hissy fits you want you can get it you know do whatever we're this is the job now and actually in a sense we, we almost have to be we have to grow up a bit don't we and say we have to leave that fight behind. Right. It's, it's done. Otherwise, we actually undo what happened here. So what happens the next time the Archbishop issues an invitation? Does it matter what happens exactly? Who goes? Who doesn't go? What's the... Okay, can I say something about that? Because I think it's really important. The last paragraph... Last, second last paragraph in this statement. In this... Um, it sound, and Anne was upset about it. But I think she was... I think you were wrong. Too. Well, oh, thanks for that. No, I mean, it's very, very disappointing. But you're thinking about literary stuff, uh, right? The content-wise was great. They added this thing about the need to fund... Yes, it's all that. ...to fund this new, this new comedian. And the reason that's important... And that each province should be self-supporting. The, yes, the reason that's important is because that's how Canterbury subverts and destroys... Uh, well, in Trinity Wall Street, too. ...provinces in Africa and South America because they, those provinces need money. And if Canterbury can come along and feed money into these into these provinces... Or threaten to cut them off. Or threaten to cut them off, they can they can subvert them. That's that's If you want to know why Global South primates sometimes go to these meetings, mm-hmm. and, and even GAFCON primates have gone to these meetings, that's why. And it, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a right thing for them to do that, but I understand if, 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 if vital ministries depend on money flowing to their provinces from Canterbury, which is really from Trinity Wall Street, USA... Um, then they, I, I can understand. I don't think it's right, but I understand. And so if we have, if, if this new communion has a, a, a foundation, a financial foundation from which we're able to draw and support these these provinces, then Canterbury will be left to die. Because Trinity Wall Street isn't going to go bankrupt overnight. Right, right. Not in anyone in here's lifetime. That's an important point. I think that GAFCON, I'm obviously not able to add anything to the seven important points, uh, but I think GAFCON should be there financially for the English because uh, the the new English church and the number of people who are having to walk away, I mean, the, the way that the money is intertwined in the English church is even more complicated. And being able to say, you get, you can leave your parish and you can start something in a shop front and there's a little bit of cash to help you, I think would be an enormous witness um, for what this is about. Yes, because in the ACNA we had many churches that were able to keep their buildings right away or buy their buildings or had enough money or whatever and that just I mean, in, the, I, in the UK they just cannot walk away with right. the building so it's like they're all in the same situation and I think that's a great idea yeah. to, to recognize that I want to go back to to what you said David about um, looking forward um, that's true we do need to look forward but one thing I've learned at this conference 
is that we have to keep telling the story of our founding because this conference is full of people who were not at the original GAFCON, do not know why we're here in some essential sense, are excited about the future, but are not tethered or grounded in the past, which is good and bad. And so I think the narrative, the, sh the story needs to be shaped and it needs to be in a way that can be told easily to the upcoming generations in a, in a, in a cheerful, non-bitter, happy way. This is what God did for us. This is where we're going over and over and over again. Because even in our church, people walk in, people who've been there for 10 years don't will leave, often be like, leave. oh, oh, are we the church that like, oh. Did you lose your building and had it sold the Muslims? Yeah, you're like, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, you're part of this church, even though you weren't. <laughs> so it's very soon, very quick that people forget yeah. why we're doing this. Yeah. I, it, more than one ACNA delegate that I've spoken to this week has kind of given me the sentiment of, well, kind of that was 15 years ago. We don't don't want to talk about that anymore. Oh, um, I, I, I think on reflection, I mean, you can kind of understand the I'm, I'm done, I'm, I'm, I'm over yeah. it. We've expressed it ourselves in yeah. one sense here. But yeah, I also think, well, there are some people going through it right now. They kind of need to hear your yeah, story they and they kind of need you to go, this is important. This and, is and, worth and, it. Yeah, this is worth it. Yeah, yeah you're going to be fine. God is going to take yeah, care of you. Yeah. We're we're here yeah. together in this. We've done it. We're doing it. We're going to have to do it again. Yeah. And so we uh, still have to get the Kennedys well, up on on platforms telling that story <laughs> yeah. well, also, again and again and again. It's like like the, so in our delegation, the American delegation, people. I got the sense that some of the younger people there uh, felt like, oh, well, this is a new thing. So we haven't been offering Canterbury and the rest of the community an opportunity to walk back for the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah, shouldn't we, now, in the statement, give them an opportunity, shouldn't we say in the statement, we love you, we care about you, it's as if we haven't been saying right. what we've been saying for 20 years. They just haven't, well, this is the first time they've tuned in, yeah. and so they don't know the history. And if you really read the right. history of it, the precipitating events that led up to the necessity of Lambeth 98 in that statement, yeah. which yeah. also, I mean, it's, it's been, been much longer than 25 years. I mean, it's been it's been decades, well, I mean, decades the, the, and decades. You guys interviewed the, the person who walked out of general convention and walked across the street after Frank Griswold did whatever it was that he did and hoped that people would follow him and was essentially alone in the hotel across um, because they were not ready to go. Uh, you, oh, come on, you guys. Be, uh, then you talked to him over and over again. He wanted to... He, he wanted you to... Uh, John Schuler. Yes. Schuler. Oh, right. Okay. John like, and that was what? Early 90s, late 80s? I mean, this was going on for a long time. And we don't even know. Like, I mean, we were babies. I was a baby in the 70s. So. <laughs> Matt was, Matt was, Matt was an old man in the 80s already. So, so the question is going to be, and David, you may have some insight on this. What, what's the next? What now? Yeah. Like, well, what now? Like, what, what happened? What so, should we be looking for? So we, um, I said we had we had James Wong on on our final mm -hmm. panel, and, and that was one of the questions. Like, and, and John Sanderman, one of my my co-hosts, was asking some of the tougher questions at that point, saying, "Well, all right, so we said we want to do this. What's it going to look like?" Wong was really, it was really interesting. He said, "Look, we, we do need to get the lawyers out now. We do need to get you know think very carefully about canon law and just plain plain law." Right. Yeah. I mean, even like the name, even, well, even the name, the Anglican Communion, is copyrighted. Right. So we there has to be some care. 
about 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 what happens here. Uh, they need to set the structures up. They're trying to raise that like, ten million dollars to, to to get things going. So I think the reality is there's some there's some hard work to be done now on on, set, on setting those things up. But again, you know, at the ACNA, you guys, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah at least had one crack at doing it. That's right. Uh, See, trying, to, trying to set yeah, things up. So for anybody well. who's doubting the the commitment represented by this uh, statement. There's a paragraph in there about about the about the practical steps that need to be taken. Yeah, right. legal, they actually tell, say well, we have to work through the legal problems. And it also recognizes it yeah. needs to be fairly fairly short order. I mean, it didn't say like you know yeah. within ten years. Right now, so we it's going to be. It's didn't gonna say we're going to pray about it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's going to be between like they they don't think they can do it by next year when GFSA meets, no. but they can do it yeah. and will do it before Gafcon meets the next uh, time. And, and then Wong suggested that once the final structure is agreed upon, it's going to be ratified by the Global South and the GAFCON primates. Uh, um, and again, as well, like, what's it going to look like, this language of wealth? Well, really, I think what we're looking at is, is the, some form of what the Cairo Covenant is put into some sort of legislated, right. Right. canonically legislated structure. Yeah, I thought that was a really helpful part of the statement too, just talking about the different niche, niches that GAFCON has versus the Global South privacy. Yeah. Right? So you said yeah. Global South is focused on creating structures for, for communion and, and GAFCON is focused on mission, right. ministry, those, right. those kinds of things. That was helpful. I didn't mean just coming into this, into this meeting that was kind of fuzzy in my mind, and I'm sure yeah. it's fuzzy in the minds of people. Who I, I'm not quite sure yeah. the the structures are quite as distinct as that. Right. But, but, but it was helpful to say that. It was sure. just, now, after saying this, yes, they kind of have to be that way, don't they? Well, it might. It, <laughs> yes, it may. Yeah, commit them. It's, it's a, it's to a speech act. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. Well, that, yeah. performative speech acts. I think, so. That's right. So, that's right. That's right. There's a whole uh, bevy of bishops over there. Yeah. I just want that listener to hear the scraping of What is a group of, of bishops chairs? called? I mean, a group of crows is a murder. Right. A an, of, excess. Uh, is an, an excess. An excess. <laughs> <laughs> a group of, a group, I was going to say a group of bishops of would be or whatever. a murder of bishops would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's a crows. It's a murder <laughs> of crows. crows. Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys going to say when you arrive home after your long flights? Uh, not as long as mine, but there you go, to, to, to the U.S. Why to is the kitchen home. so dirty? Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you guys clean the house while I was gone? That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> what happened to the house? <laughs> well, I think, you know, we've, we've walked through this together now, y'all earlier than we did, but we've all in various ways have, have confronted um, the decision that was, was put forth today, which is, you know, to whom shall we go? I mean, that's essentially what it was. Like, and we, you know, some have lost buildings, some have had under the threat of, um, the threat of lost buildings at the very least, and sort of cachet and, um, you know, social standing, all the things. And for me, I feel like, well, I just said, I gave a little um, update to the parish on a little video I did, and I said that what we had hoped for, what we've been praying for, and what we have, in fact, been modeling is, is now a reality in the in the global Anglican communion. Like, what we, um, and that's just something that I always thought we would be able to say at some point, but I never had thought that I would be given the honor of, of participating in it. And so that's, you know, it's, it was complicated when we left the Episcopal Church and set up the ACNA and all of the sort of um, legal structures and social ideas were difficult then. And so I imagine when you compound that across, you know, 85% of the communion and all the various cultures and, and, and countries, it's going to be messy. But the mess was is going to be worth it. And we, we uh, it has been and will continue to be. And that's what I'm going to tell my people. I, I, 
one of my reflections of the last couple of days has been, I mean, we had these conversations about structures and, and, and getting the law right and, and everything else. But the bottom line is, as with all things, is you just can't legislate for the heart. So we can set the structures up, but what we've, I think one of the things we've experienced this week is that genuine, that genuine fellowship you know, I'll be the first to say koinonia. Uh, um, but we've experienced it, right? And, and we, it, you kind of want to say two things, don't you? You want to say, we don't need all that hard work, as important as it is, to have the reality of what's, what, what we've experienced and what we've got on experiencing. And the flip side is that you could have all that hard work done, but without that genuine gospel unity, it's, well, we know what it is because we've just spoken about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which was certainly there. I mean, I love mm. the, the cynics say, you know, it's about map, power and money and, you know, all these non-Christian ideals. And yet when we were in that worship service singing you know, with one voice and worshiping together and looking around that auditorium, it was a foretaste of heaven. Right. And it really was like the like reading out of something out of Revelation. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. we are. Yeah. I mean, I will say just as a church, I felt I'm, I, I, it seemed kind of untethered. The ACNA, not in communion with Canterbury, in communion with Nigeria, Uganda, Kenya, all these other provinces. But not, we were kind of like the stepchild, right? So we, but now it seems like there's just. Now, there's a, England is like the, um, like the, I don't know, that poor little girl. The illegitimate. Hanging out on the doorstep. Oh my I was going to smoothly put my arm around him, and I whacked her in the arm. Yeah, it was an elbow throw. <laughs> and in the face. Did you break your glasses? No. Okay, good. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But go on. Live podcast, people. Live podcast. Something about a homeless girl or something. No, what is it? The little match girl. Oh. That's it. She's doing her little matches in a string. She needs death to come along from the hogfather and like... Like, um, reinvigorate her. Uh, no one knows anything. I am not a clue <laughs> what that's about. I'm with you on the little match girl. Yeah. Go home and watch The Hog yeah. Father. If Disney didn't do it, I don't know it. Oh. <laughs> I know. So. No, well, I mean, they are now, like, I. what I love about this and why, why the Bible is so great is that if you put somebody outside the church, it makes them feel cold and sad and then they long for the warm fellowship and they have an opportunity to repent and that's what we want for the yes. church of england they want we want them to look at the warmth of our communion the beauty of our gospel the love that we share and think to themselves for a, a hard minute oh my word maybe we squandered everything maybe we are the son who went into the to the whatever that's the pigsty and maybe we should turn around and come back now and i think that by doing this which we could have done 20 years ago but god's timing is perfect we did it now now they can look and they can they can reflect and if they do that they can come back and they can share the love of christ again starting from the top right because you know what's going to happen to the archbishop of canterbury now i mean He's lost the empire. Well, he's done, right? But um, even before this, I was reading an article in, I think it was The Economist, suggesting that he's basically hanging out so he could crown Charles. And then... Then he's And then resign. And then you actually go, well, just to what you've said, Anne, and then he's... Where is he going to be? And he's yeah. he has to, to kind of misappropriate Hebrews 6. He's, 
he of all people has tasted the goodness of the global yeah. fellowship yeah. and now it's it's removed from him yeah. mm. he, he's going to he's going to be sitting I don't know well not Lambeth Palace anymore I don't know where he's going to be sitting yeah. you why know, not Lambeth is it, are they taking him if he resigns the next, uh, next surely he must right. having brought the Anglican yeah. community to this point like you know He's gonna. Can you imagine him sitting, sitting on his own? He's gonna be like, uh, just for another movie reference, in um, in the office, he's gonna be Milton out on the beach, like I, I asked for a pina colada. No, because Milton won everything. Office space. Office space. Office space. No, Milton won everything. Yeah. This guy's lost oh, everything. Oh, right, right, right. No, okay. but had, he's had, in every state. Right. I, 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 I can imagine. He got a safer bag. Lambeth, with or without, no, well be in no, it. No, no, yeah. he used to have a bank of phones, right? One to every. Yeah. province in the communion and they're being unplugged and yeah. pulled out and now there's just a lot of dust there's like a phone to America a phone to Wales and a Canada. couple others here and they're Canada and it's just like you know yeah. all yeah, of the authority like and power are being like the lights are being shut off one yeah. by one well I think we need be. we referenced it before but I think we should be you know redouble our prayers for the people in these you know the, the sort of in the Church of England, in the Church of Canada, in these places where they have been disfellowshipped by the majority of the Anglicans right. in, the, in the world, like they're going to have a, a hard slog ahead of them, you know. And whether it's financial yeah. or it's building yeah. or it's spiritual, a social, like all the things that that um, will come with this, we just pray that that yeah. sermon, I mean, this pointed sermon that Ben Quashi preached about um, about what's the cost, like what is you know what good is the whole world if you forfeit your soul? I mean, right. this is this is the question set before them, and I I, I look forward to opportunities to help partner in some capacity um, with some of these, like you said, these people that are going to be going through these these uh, trials because we we can help them. You know, we can support and them and you know, for them, them, it's it's like, okay, in the West, we in America, we just walked away from buildings that were 100 years old. But um, the people that I've spoken to this week from England are, are physically ill. I mean, they... They've, they are embattled. They are really embattled in a way that we were, were embattled. But this is deeper and more bitter. It's so so bitter to taste this cup. And um, I think God will bless them even more. But it will be such a bitter cup to drink. And we, as a as a new communion, should drink that cup with them and be there for them. Leaving the Episcopal Church wasn't like like this because leaving Episcopal, the, the Episcopal Church was never. It had it definitely has social clout in America. It had more social clout than it does now in the past and does now. But it's not the, the church. Isn't the state? Isn't the right. people? Isn't the and in England? Isn't it's the, the it's the it's who you are, right? So even if you don't go to church, yeah, it's yeah. the Church of England is the church, it's right? Theirs. Yeah. So yeah. so leaving that is like leaving mom and apple pie and hot dogs and baseball and everything behind and starting this new thing in America. And if, if that it's it's uh, the only thing. I, Maybe, maybe you can speak more to this since you are actually English. Okay. Well, yeah, I, no, I, that's I, what it's like as an English person. What is it like as, as, as an we'll English person? We'll tell you, though. Is Americans we'll is explaining I like that. I like that. Yes, you, you kind of walk around trying not to let the obvious disdain for everybody else appear on the outside. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Anna. It's. 
there's there's class things and status things going on in English culture yeah. that other wannabe Anglophone Western countries, and I'm in another one now, Australia. Yeah. Uh, as you are, they, they 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 long to have. They long they they, they long to have. I mean, you speak yeah. about the nouveau riche and and right. all the kind of stuff, but but uh, they, they'd never have a chance there is this embedded sense yeah. but then also this yeah this historical root and, 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 and the rest of it and it's just hard for some of these guys yeah. they just to walk to walk yeah. away from all that because of what they understand the church church of England to well, be because it has been such a riches, richness mm. to all of us it has been such a blessing to the yeah. world yeah. and um well, it's hard to leave home, isn't it? It's like, yeah. I think I said this to someone earlier, it's like adult children suddenly realising that they no longer have to stay at home and obey and be subject to their abusive, emotionally abusive yeah. parents. But it's still really hard to pack your bags and leave home because that was where you grew up. Yeah. Yeah, and you actually know it's going to be okay. You actually know that this little apartment, this condo is is going to be all right. It's just not the same as that beautiful, stately manor that they used to film Downton Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's different. Yeah. It's different. Ikea is just no initial substitute, yeah, yeah. right? No, but we're here. As Americans, we're here for you. Thank we will, you. We will come and build your IKEA furniture for you. Yeah. <laughs> I will assemble your furniture. Yes. Yeah. A whole set of hex wrenches. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, that seems to be the reaction that the six of us have to the uh, Kigali Twenty Three Halfcon Four conference. We're packing up and heading to airports soon. We would love for you to pray for our travels. We're all flying to various places in the world. Um, would love to get home safely. Uh, you are so thanked for listening to this episode of the Stand Firm Podcast. I don't have my notes in front of me, so this is going to be all over the place, but you can um, subscribe on iTunes. You can follow us on uh, Twitter and join the Anglicans for the Gospel Facebook group. Um, when we get back to the States, I suspect we'll podcast again. Um, J.D. Koch, Matt Kennedy, I'm Nick Lannon. Thank you to David and Anne and Eliza. Uh, Lord willing, we'll be back sometime soon. Until then, by the grace of God and Jesus Christ, we'll be standing firm. Mm-hmm.